This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Global Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation, and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4 p.m. Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Global Youth NZ on 105.4 FM. This is your host, Jaden, speaking in, in the virtual studio with me today. Um, I have um, Jay, and uh, we, we are going to have Lily, but she just messaged me saying she has internet issues. Um, so we're going to get there. But hey, Jay, great to have you um, to see you or to see you virtually. How are you doing? Uh, kia ora everyone. I'm doing well. Um, yeah, this is a week before school, so it's kind of a busy week for me. How about you? Um, well, for me, I have a month until school. So uh, for us, uni only starts at the end of February, so I am still very much in my holiday. But uh, for you, uh, exciting, going into year 13 this year. How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling, uh, I don't know how I feel about the the year 13 as a whole, but I think everyone like told me it's quite chill and I should be. Yeah. I think honestly, you're going to love it, Jay. Um, being a year 13 last year. Yeah. It's just honestly so good. Um, Um, my overall vibe for the year is I want to, I want to work harder this year and, um, just get life on track. Definitely. Definitely. Um, well, uh, as you know, last week was very monumentous for all NCA students because we all got our results back, didn't we, Jay? So um, you don't have to t- share your results, but what are you feeling about them? How do you think that um, last year went for you as a school year? Um, I think overall, like the overall credits and stuff, mm. I'm very happy with that, that I've reached whatever goals I had. But as okay. for my exams, they were not the best exam results I would for me personally, but yeah. um, I still managed to pass all my exams, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of them turned out, I think some of them were marked really harshly across the board, like I've heard from a lot of students. Um, but yeah, maybe that's just an excuse. But um, yeah. I, yeah, but like, I'm really proud of myself for passing all of them. Oh, that's so good. Well, I'm very proud of you, and I'm sure all of our listeners are very proud of you too, Jay. Um, and uh, for me, I. Um, or, like I got UE, which is which I'm really happy about. Um, and unfortunately, yeah, my exam results weren't as good as I thought um, it would be. Um, but you know, I think that there's just one message that I'd love to send out, and I'm sure Jay can uh, agree with me on this message. I want to send it out to everybody um, who received their exam results last week that your grades do not define you. Um, it doesn't define your worth as a person. You know, um, and actually, like. If you think about it, in a couple months' time, no one's even going to really worry about it. And, you know, especially if you're somebody that, you know, wasn't quite able to get UE, you know, or you didn't pass in a subject that you really did want to pass in, you know, if you talk to your school, I'm sure that there will be many options for you to get UE, um, to sit a few more internals and stuff. But, you know, um, yeah, your worth isn't dependent on your... um, on your grades so just something that you know sometimes is actually to be really honest right now it's so hard to remember that sometimes and it's something that I struggle with too um but actually yeah like just remember that guys that um you know regardless you know just don't take your self-worth 
worth from your grades. But yeah, I think all of us need to hear that um, at times, Jaden. So yeah, it's a really good reminder. Um, and I also think that because we do spend like the entire year, teachers like, you know, reminding you constantly of this is like, you know, what you're working towards your end of year exams and everything. But, you know, you do internals throughout the year. You're constantly learning in classes and you know, you're doing maybe practicals, like whatever, you know, Definitely. you're always learning. So it's not just about these exams that are like be all end all. Yes, 100%. And, um, you know, I think that a really important thing that you can actually do is take whatever results you got, if they're negative, if you feel they're negative, and take it as a learning curve for the upcoming year. And even for us year 13s that are going into university, we can take the negatives, you know, um, that we feel we got in our exam results and actually apply them to our uni course this year. So. Yeah, and yeah. I feel that exam results are a great way to um, reflect on maybe what kind of exam strategies you used and things like that and work on how you can improve those for the um, next year. Yeah, definitely. Well, um, yeah, it's well, last year was also a heck of a year, you know, um, and talking about, you know, things happening, um, you know, in like with last year, we had a uh, lockdown, you know, and a bit of COVID scares here and there. Um, it just got announced a couple of days ago that New Zealand, um, well, it's actually on Monday, New Zealand moved into red. Um, so Monday was yesterday, right? Yes, it was. So at uh, 11.59 on Sunday, so basically Monday, we moved into red. Now, um, fortunately for all of us, um, if you're vaccinated, if you have both of your um, vaccines, this doesn't change too much. So we can still go out to eat. We can still meet up with friends um, who are vaccinated. And um, the only thing that really changes is that you can only gather um, with a maximum of 100 people that have vac um, vaccine passes. Um, so larger gatherings, unfortunately, would have had to been cancelled, like concerts and all that kind of stuff. You know, but if there are some events that are 100 or under, you can still attend. Um, now, unfortunately, for people that uh, do not have their vaccine pass, um, you know, there will be a bit more of restrictions um, and stuff. But, uh, you know, I think that... Um, you know, this is this is generally quite a controversial topic, you know, about New Zealand going into red. Um, and I think all I have to say is that as a country, we all have to unify um, and just try our best, you know, to stay healthy, um, wash our hands, wear our masks, scan in, you know, all that, all of that, um, you know, all of those things, you know. And if we can all unite and have one mindset that we want to overcome um, this virus, then I think that, you know, slowly we'll get there as a society where, um, you know, COVID will be out and maybe even vaccine passes won't really be a thing, you know? Um, but uh, obviously at the moment with Omicron coming into the country with a few cases and stuff, it is a little bit unpredictable. Um, but, you know, luckily we have, I'm very happy we're not on lockdown for one, but um, yeah. Yeah, no, hundred percent, Jane and everything you said, you know, I think, um, I guess if anything, this is like, for anyone who's gotten a bit more relaxed with like COVID restrictions and things like that, um, like remember to scan in and, you know, make sure you have your vaccine pass if you can and make sure you're using that because yeah, it will be more difficult to do normal things if you don't have those things. Um, and like for us, you know, we're still on Zoom for who knows how long, but when um, we go back to the station, I guess there'll be definitely like some, uh, any kind of like precautions, um, you know, to, to comply with those um, guidelines. 
Um, but yeah, so has have you had noticed any kind of effects in your your life since the red alert was introduced, Jaden? Oh, sorry, guys, a bit of technical <laughs> difficulties. Um, yeah, but uh, so I actually haven't seen that many. Um, so I like actually woke up and I forgot that we were in red. Um, one thing I have noticed is that people are just a little bit more um, cautious. Like, for example, I went on a Macca's run before. We love Macca's runs. Um, and usually you wouldn't, so I went through the drive-thru and usually you don't have to wear a mask through the drive-thru, but um, they told us that we had to um, and it was contactless kind of. So I had to keep my window shut and they put the food there, closed their window, and then I rolled down my window and got the food. So I think that's the only thing, you know, and then I, I think I've, I see more people wearing masks now, um, you know, just people people are a little bit more conscious that we are in red. Um, but apart from that, actually, I think that for, for me, you know, being vaccinated um, and for the majority of New Zealanders, it's quite, um, it's quite pretty much the same, you know? So, yeah. And I think that it's, it's a little bit sad because yes, big events did have to be canceled um, and all. And I know that especially musicians at this time, you know, people that rely on those events, um, you know, and then not getting maybe any subsidy or anything is quite, it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of a hard process um, and all that kind of stuff. But, um, and I think that all of us in our hearts, we just really want everything to get back to normal, but unfortunately it doesn't work like that overnight. Eh? But how about you, Jay? Have you seen any, any differences in, you know, in your life or in, in things around um, since we've moved to red? I haven't been most places, but where I have been is the gym. And at the gym, um, before this, you didn't have to wear a mask like when you entered it because everyone obviously attending the gym has got their vaccine pass and it's like all scan in when you go to the gym anyways. Um, so yeah, now we're just told to wear masks when we enter the gym and like the public kind of area where like the, the waiting room or the reception is. And then once you get in the gym, you can take your um mask off but um just being more vigilant around cleaning stations using them in machines and things like that um which we always did anyways but i guess there's like a more push like changing those cloths um more regularly and things like that yeah 100 percent um you know i think that um you know I, we've been in quite a few um We've been in quite a few lockdowns. New Zealand have had, we've had our fair share. And I think that um, in all reality, people are getting tired of lockdowns for, for, val for a valid reason. You know, I wouldn't really like to go into a lockdown now, you know, because I'm actually, you know, uh, you know, just home here by myself. So it's, it's quite sad, you know, but, um, and I think that getting the vaccine actually does open us up to a little bit more freedom, you know, um, but uh, I think that th there's actually, um, if you call the COVID helpline, um, they will actually be able to answer any questions you do have about the vaccine, because I do know that there are um, some people that are on the fence about getting the vaccine, you know, and I'm not going to be the person that says whether you get it or not, because I do believe that, you know, it is your choice whether you want to get vaccinated, but at the same time, it is also important to be educated and to know what the vaccine is, what effects it has on you positive or negative so that you can make a proper judgment you know based on facts rather than just how you feel but um yeah like honestly uh going into this year it's it's the end of january it's almost february but um you know it's it's only been about three weeks three and a half weeks you know and uh, we are already you know going into red and all um but i think that um at this time it's really important just to stay stay calm you know and just to be able to face um you know whatever whatever we go through as a nation just head on you know and just make sure that we can try conquer this together yeah definitely um 
I think that's like the beauty of New Zealand is that, you know, whatever decisions there are, like the majority of us come together um, to follow those guidelines. And, you know, you don't hear like heaps of, I don't know, arrests being made by people not following guidelines and things like that. Um, so I think that's a definitely positive of living here in New Zealand. And I think um, a lot of us will definitely appreciate the fact that there isn't another lockdown um, and that there are other ways that we can, I guess, maintain like a safe community, you know, as safe as it can be. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to head into a wee song break now, unless Lily is coming on with anything. Hello everyone, sorry, I'm just tuning in because my Wi-Fi is absolutely terrible, you know, technical difficulties, we've all experienced them, um, but just to say, yep, I completely agree, you know, stay safe, I think we're coming out, we're on the other side of the pandemic, you know, we're not having a lockdown again, so just hang in there and get vaxxed. Yes, yes, 100%, so yeah, we'll um, hear back after the break. I still remember 3rd of December Me in your sweater You said it looked better on me than it did you Only if you knew how much I liked you But I watch your eyes as she walks by What is I for
I'm not even half as pretty You gave her your sweater It's just polyester But you like her better Wish I were Youth NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone. Hi, I'm Jaden. I'm Lily. And I'm Jayushka. Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home. Through interviews, conversation, and music, we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective. That's Global Youth NZ, 4 pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app.
welcome everyone. Um, you're listening to Global Youth NZ um, on 105.4 FM. Um, I am your host, Jayushka, alongside Jaden and Lily. Um, and we're speaking to you from our virtual studios here in Otipoti um, on Zoom. Um, so uh, during the holidays, which are still ongoing, um, but it's getting quite close to going back to school for um, secondary school students like Lily and I. Um, and so um, some things that I got up to in my holidays um, was I had um, enrolled myself in a girl boss program again. So this is my second one I've done. The first one I did was in 2020 and that was a physical program in Auckland, but this one was just an online program. Um, so I thought I'd come on today and like share a bit of my experience and like tell you guys what it was about and what I learned and because I really, really recommend it. So just what I love about it, I guess. So good. Okay, so I will just grab my notes about what it was all about. So first I'll explain what Girl Boss is. So Girl Boss New Zealand um, was founded in late 2015 um, as a result of Alexia, the owner, um, as, as a result of her own experiences as a teenager growing up in Auckland. Um, and so she was 15 before she actually met a female software engineer. Um, so it's in at 16, she was the only girl in her digital technology class. And at 17, the only girl studying advanced physics. Um, so she started Girl Boss because she knew that like something had to change. Um, so from that initial point of isolation, Girl Boss is now a network of 13,500 high school age members nationwide and programs have, ble- have been implemented in over 100 schools across New Zealand, Australia and the Cook Islands. Um, and their kind of mission statement is um, that they are a, thir- a strong network of change makers um, and the, our, their mission is to close the gender gap in science, technology, engineering, maths, leadership and YouTube entrepreneurship is that how you say it yeah i think so entrepreneurship yes entrepreneurship by the way i love the make her pun she's kiss yeah yes um and so that's i guess the introduction to what it is and um the program that specifically that i did this time around was called girl boss edge cash flow and so it was all about i guess um, business, technology, and um, finance, um, because a lot of, um, especially women, um, aren't really um, exposed to like all things like finance. Like usually, it's kind of left, you know, to men to control finances or something. Maybe in the past, so um, this is just making sure that our generation of girls and women can, you know, be. Um, can control their personal finances and feel confident about them, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, And so, yeah, so um, a bit about the program, so what it's about. It was a 10-day program. Um, So every day we got, like, modules to complete. Um, I can just go through some of them that I did. So modules like, you're worth it. You know, some quotes from that was like, think like a queen. A queen is not afraid to fail. Failure is another stepping stone to greatness, which is um, from Oprah Winfrey, quote, quote, Oprah Winfrey. Um, and other ones are like, she's the boss and talk about like, you know, how you can be the boss of 
anything in your own business um showing up which was about um you were making people pay for whatever business you have and you're giving people what they want it is a fair exchange um so like how people were not so confident when um starting a business you know worried about if people want to pay for their products and things like that um getting paid as her forte and another one was money moves so all really cool modules that I got to um learn about and understand um and now I can't oh cool I love the names they're very they're very creative they're not just like accounting 101 you know it's like (laughs) it's like a real I I like it it's creative and it's a fun vibe eh yeah Yeah, it like it makes you really excited to learn about it I guess awesome yeah um and yeah so those are like some of the modules that they were Mm -hmm. and so you could complete I know that sounds like a lot of work but it was like maybe only about an hour of work a day and you could do that at like any time you know you want like you could do it all at once at the end or as you went with it just whenever you were free to like complete those just like it was kind of like an education perfect system but like way Perfect. I know Education Perfect is quite triggering for some people, but this oh, is yeah. so many overdue tasks on um, Education Perfect. It's like not even funny. We don't we don't talk about that, Jay. Education Perfect. Um, so Jay, I, I have a few questions. So um, first off, um, so this is like a two part question. So so how so how many people? we're doing it this year all together because I you know I know it's a little bit different now than 2020 because of um because obviously of you know because of COVID and all um and second of all how do you how do you get involved so how how could someone listening be like I want to be in the next intake of this sure so first uh, part of your question um in Auckland when I did it in 2020 um there's obviously a different range of um programs that Girlboss offers and so this one an online one is usually around 350 um people um so to get in uh versus the 30 um also that did it in person when I did it in 2020 um but when when you go google www.girlboss.nz um you can join the girlboss fano and like just sign up just like you'd sign up to anything you know um and you could um get maybe receive a week a, a monthly newsletter or something like that or you'd get sent emails notifying you of like any next um girl boss program and i know there is a couple in july so maybe do go sign up now so you don't miss out um but yeah um that's how i would suggest to get involved you could talk to um your careers advisor if they keep in contact with girl boss and like you know um those kind of stuff um Otherwise, follow the Girl Boss Instagram as well. Like, there's plenty of ways yeah. I can get, um, you know, exposure to it. Um, and I think there's a lot of kind of intimidation about applying for things. I don't know if you guys had this, if you've applied for anything. Um, I was lucky that I have, I'm like a Girl Boss alumni now. So it just got sent to me, like, as in, like, oh, we know you've done this before. So if you would like to apply for this, you can just, I kind of get like a, application done for me because I've done it before um but even if you are applying for the first time it's not hard at all you've just got to show that you've got spirit and you've got a personality like just tell them about yourself you know that's so awesome yeah um now 
Lily, I'm sorry. You're just like, I'm just asking all the, so many questions. But So I, I want to actually cover something that's maybe a little bit more con- like controversial, you know, if that's okay. Um, so, you know, on main mainstream media, um, when people tend to hear the, the term girl boss, you know, it's often not associated with something incredibly positive, you know, like I know that there's been like a few memes going around, you know, on Urban Dictionary, it means to make something or someone appear um, as an idol or inspirational, despite the numerous flaws of the person. And obviously, this isn't something that I believe, but it's just something that's that's out there, um, you know, and I think that there might even be some misconceptions of what programs like this are for, you know, some people out there might be like, oh, you know, like, why are they trying to like, you know, be so like this or like that, you know, um, but I think that, um, especially in a country like New Zealand having equality between 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 males and you know females is like so such an important thing you know especially in a country of opportunity like New Zealand right um so i i guess i would say that like you would you would say you know that this isn't something that is trying to say that you know we need to we need to beat men or we need to you know become better than them but it's more something saying that hey actually we can be like you know we can we can beat these stereotypes that we can't do all this stuff you know we can actually do all of this you know um and we can actually go out there and do um you know such an amazing job of all of these different things that are stereotypically not you know what women do so like what what would you say to that like would you would you say so like would you say that you know it's some this kind of something more like you know just trying to create like an equal and work environment 100% and I I mean are you referencing the term like gaslight gatekeep girl (laughs) yeah yes I am yeah okay I love that term by the way it's so funny and I feel like people who the girls who get it get it I'm kidding um I think like you know there's like um a very like niche I we've had a show about this about Gen Z humor and like what we find really funny may actually offend other people so I feel like as long as people know the purpose of guess like get cute girl boss then um it's actually super funny but like uh, yeah I think that the girl boss that what I'm talking about this entire program um is all about like what you said like getting like the even playing field and you might not notice it in your classroom for example but then when you look at it on a larger scale like when um Alexia started girl boss um she was fresh out of high school and, you know, she noticed that the only 2% of maybe the world or maybe in New Zealand um, of CEOs are female. Whereas now after it's like been five years or so that she's had this um, business and it's now like up to 8%, you know? So I think the change is really small, but it's change still, you know, there is change happening. And I guess that's kind of, um what she's um visioning for this program is to um develop um the next generation of ceos who are girl bosses you know mm-hmm. it's like giving anyone whoever you are the the kind of mindset that you can you can be a ceo you can do whatever awesome. you want you know yeah. i guess right is when girl boss was um first created girl boss wasn't really the term it is today and I think we've kind of taken it and it first started as a joke and now it's quite like a, if you're not doing it in a nice way, it can be quite a mean thing, the way it's kind of changed as language evolves over time. But the principles of the girl boss movement are incredible and in that we do deserve equality. We do deserve 
all these skills um, that we like tend not to be taught, like you're saying, like the finance stuff. Um, and the principles are still there, even if the name sometimes means something else with our weird Gen Z humor or yeah. Gen Z. I mean, a, a term that I think I use instead of girl boss these days, if I was using it in that way, I, I think I say material girl a lot. Like I'd be like material girl, um, which I gain, I think has the same kind of connotations that you're talking about, Lily, where it's like used negatively to like excuse behavior and things like that. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I just um, mean that over time, of course, language always changes. Girl boss started out as a term that was really empowering and very feminist. And people, of course, take those kind of things and go like, oh, girl boss, you know, like in a bit of a sarcastic way, which is, but the principles still remain the same, like, you know, in, of empowerment. Yes, I 100% agree with you, Lily. I didn't know how to frame my answer, but that was the answer I was trying to portray is that, yeah, those are like completely different meanings, I guess. Um, and I feel like maybe still not a lot of people know about the Girl Boss program. Um, so when I do say it, everyone's just like, what, Girl Boss? What, what is that? You know, and, and maybe they do think of the term Girl Boss, you know, that uh-huh. commonly used. And um, it's important to use it, like, as Jaden brings it up, because I think that is our initial reaction these days, is we think of gatekeep guests like girl boss, which is not... Where did that even, can someone look it up? Like, where did that originate from? And, like, what does that mean? Like, I think it was a Tumblr post. I think it was, it's like, I think the joke was, oh, these words that we use, these, like, really modern words, like gatekeep is a word that I think people are starting to really use a lot now. And just kind of as an internet joke, and it was taken a bit sarcastically, but yeah, I think, I think gaslighting has come into uh, view of like how serious that is and how people commonly Ooh. use that. Um, gaslighting Sorry. is bad. <laughs> We've got to be clear: gaslighting is bad. Being a girl boss is not. <laughs> I guess yes. that's global youth in dead stance. And yeah. I would say gatekeeping is just. I think it's when it's used in like common like language and conversation, it's usually used like correctly. You know, if someone's mm-hmm. gatekeeping something, it's not necessarily like a, a negative connotation unless you're the person doing the gatekeeping, you know. I guess um, just with listeners at home, um, I'm thinking like people like my dad might not know what these terms mean. Um, just So just quickly, gaslighting is when you like, it's a manipulation tactic used by abusers to convince you that you're like crazy or you're making stuff up or that you can't trust yourself. Uh, gatekeeping is where you like, you found something first or you found like a popular thing first and now you want to like stop anyone else from finding it because you want to like protect it and keep it cool you know and not like mainstream or whatever and then girl boss is now kind of a term that's used for like a a powerful woman but like in a sarcastic way but as we're saying you know the girl boss program is not that (laughs) at all um jay so if you um were to give advice to um any like girls listening that you know are wanting to have that they have like an ambition, you know, but feel a little bit apprehensive towards um, pursuing their their ambition, you know. And I think something that also like hits home a little bit more for you, not not for me particularly, but like you know, as a fe- I know I've seen it as a female growing up, um, as a also as a person of color, you know, having strong ambitions are also not something that is very uh, typical of, of, of women, you know, and like for me uh, going back home, you know, of overseas, 
you know, I see that too, you know, and um, as a guy, I would have to say that, you know, I do have that, uh, that advantage of, you know, if I'm like, I'm going to be a CEO of a business, that's something people are like, right, yep. It's, yeah, that's like so on, you know, but then I know that, you know, for you, it might be a little bit different. So, so for anyone, anyway, so for anyone listening that might have those ambitions, but um, it's feeling a little bit uh, intimidated or a little bit scared, you know, not knowing where to start. What's your, what's your advice, you know, as somebody that who has been through girl boss twice, you know, um, in 2020 and now just recently uh, a little bit ago, what, what is something that you would like, like, what's a word of encouragement you would like to give? Um, Oh, this is a huge question, Jaden, and a good question. Um, I think, first of all, I think just put yourself out there. As, as, as scary as that sound sounds, it's, it's actually like once you realize that there are so many like-minded girls like around you, I think that's something I forgot to uh, mention. So as soon as you enter the program, you're put into a Facebook group. I know, Facebook. Um, but <laughs> as soon as you enter the Facebook group, um, everyone's um, – everyone's told to introduce yourself in a Facebook post basically. So you can add photos of whatever you want, just introduce yourself. And once everyone starts introducing themselves and like, you know, just maybe putting what Harry Potter house they belong to, like things like that, you know, and suddenly everyone's like, you know, commenting on the post, like, uh, you know, and everyone's just getting along with each other. And then you're like, wow, these are all like, like um, they, these are like my whanau, like these girls are like, into similar things and you think that you're the only one who maybe likes physics but that's not true like you'll find so many other people who are just like you just in high school or maybe not at university studying what you want to study and so like suddenly you have this like huge community um that you can like reach out to and so I think that that itself just takes away the intimidation of you know this whole girl whilst like program of going into a program um that kind of just takes away that intimidation um and instead you realize they just like me you know they're just still learning and they're still um finding out what they want to do and yeah I think that's something that I would say that if that's a barrier to stop you from joining Mm -hmm. that's something that would definitely um help you um and yeah I thought I'd just mention some other things that might like give you the edge to like really want to join so um there are Facebook lives with influencers so um uh there was a a Facebook live with um Simran Cole and she's the co-host of the world's biggest stock market podcast Girls That Invest so her podcast is ranked like number one like in the world for business um so and she's a New Zealander and um she's only like I think like in her like mid-20s so that's like pretty amazing um and yeah you just see other girls who are like super passionate for the things that you're interested in um and you get to meet so many cool people ask them questions and there's prizes and also we do some networking we get to meet um uh, video chat with any other girls in the program just randomly there's also mentoring so I got to talk to three different mentors um, who worked in areas that I was interested in and you just have a good old yarn and they're able to help you and I had so many like key messages um, and takeaways from that um, and then at the end of the program there's a challenge um, whether that's like a, you can choose there's like a couple of different challenges like a business pitch um, change makers like what's the idea solution that you would come up with a presentation resources and then you've got your graduation and after party so I think it's such a cool thing to do like do not if you see it just apply like you, you haven't got anything to lose by applying so just apply 
So good. Um, yeah, and also so just like one one more thing, like um, you know, and I think I'll, this is not really a question, but just like to everybody out there, like, okay, how do I say this? I think that if you think that your your ambition for what you want to do in life is something that is more stereotypical to what you want to like what your gender is you know i think that there's also no shame in that you know i think that basically the stereotypes of what different like what males do and what females do is actually honestly a little bit like a social construct you know what i mean and i think that while there are people that the while while there are um jobs that um you know males gravitate towards and jobs that female gravitate towards like at the end of the day you just do if you if you love what you do then that's you know what counts you know what i mean so if you're if you're a female and you're like i want to be a nurse you know but i feel like in order to break the stereotype i should like be a doctor or something like but if you love if you really want to be a nurse be a nurse, you know, like, I think if you're a guy and you're like, I want to be a builder, which is what a stereotypical male job is, you know, you know, but then you're like, oh, but maybe I should do something that's like not stereotypical. You, you know, you, you get what I mean, you know? So I think that basically, you know, like there are um, programs like this girl boss program, which is so amazing. And it gives such a awesome opportunity for everyone um, for us to actually just break all those stereotypes. You know, at the end of the day, I think that the main message is just do what you love, you know, and don't let anyone stop you from doing what you love, you know? Um, and, at the, you know, we live in the society and, you know, there's different roles in the society and everyone, you know, there's jobs everywhere, you know, from like all of those stereotypical, very high, you know, CEO, lawyer, doctor, you know, all the way down to minimum wage workers, you know, everyone has a, there's always roles that um, need to be filled in society. So, you know, just do what you love, do it with your heart behind it. And I think that it's uh, all chill from there. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Oh, um, you have to do what you love, okay? You're gonna no matter what you choose to do, you're gonna receive some backlash. And if you're going into a job that, you know, typically you know, uh for example, like Jay said with the finance and stuff, uh, you will receive backlash as a woman. You will receive some odd looks, you will receive people telling you that you can't do it, right? But for every person that tells you you can't, I'd say there are three or four or five people that tell you you can, right? And there's programs that are such important such a, <laughs> they're so important because they are connecting uh, young women with like-minded women, showing them that there are people like us, there are people with passions and dreams and drive to get that done, right? Absolutely. So you absolutely have to follow your passions. Um, mm -hmm. And that's, I guess, the importance of programs such as these. Yes, 100%. I agree with you both. Um, really good points there. Um, I, I've talked about this before, but there's this kind of thing where... Um, this is this is true. Studies are done that um, usually when, uh, uh, for example, like maybe you're setting up some furniture, um, when a man approaches that job, he might not know everything about that whole, he probably hasn't read the whole instruction manual, but he'll have this attitude that, oh, it's okay, I'll work it out, I'll just get started. Whereas women uh, tend to uh, want to understand the whole instruction manual first before they get into it. So that can be applied to like anything, whether that's going for a job interview, you know, maybe they don't have the entire skill set, but they want to be like over prepared in a sense before they go for it. Whereas men would just be like, Oh, I, I have some of those skills. I might as well just go there and be look confident and be confident and, you know, go for the job. So I think that's kind of where like um, the, 
women kind of get dis- disadvantaged sometimes it could be advantage in other scenarios but that's something I would like to mention and then Lily what you said um about you know there, for every one person who's you know um you know bashing you or something there is always like a a larger support network of people around you um, and for the most part, um, I've talked to some women working in those industries and they said, you know, their teams are always empowering them and they're always super supportive and friendly. And if there isn't a support network around you, um, they said that you should be the one to start it, you know, gather up, you know, whoever it is around you and, you know, don't be afraid to start that up yourself. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and so, and two other key messages I had was, um, the times when you get out of your comfort zone is when you experience the biggest growth as well. So by being pushed into those kind of scenarios, you know, you're learning so much about yourself and who you are and gaining confidence. Um, and so many times we're kind of pulled into this thing where you, you want to go for something, but then you start telling us yourself a story that, um, like, you know, oh, I'm not good enough for that, or I actually can't do that. That's not what I was meant to do, you know, um, but that it just in turn just restricts, restricts you from achieving your full potential. So yeah, that's, that's what I would say. Yeah. Cool. Well, oh, that was such a great chat, eh? I mean, thank you so much, Jay, for also um, sharing your experience um, of this, you know, and I'm sure that it's uh, it's also quite inspiring. And I hope that um, many listeners who are also thinking about um, joining programs like Girl Boss, you know, will be able to take that step forward. Um, anyway, we are going to be heading into a song break, but uh, we'll be back shortly. So we'll see you after the break. Thank you. Could you have a name, sir, and 
5.4 FM, and I'm here from the Zoom studio uh, with the wonderful Jay and the wonderful Jaden. Hey, guys. <laughs> we have a tiny little bit of lag, but it's all right. No. Uh, and we are wrapping up the show today. We've heard about Jay's amazing um, Girl Boss program, which you should definitely uh, look into if you're interested. And uh, we've also heard, we've talked about a bit about the COVID stuff, an update for our country. And we were going with that. And now we thought we'd end the show with a little bit of fun <laughs> because I am planning a pirate vampire themed birthday party. Uh, <laughs> to be clear, wow. yeah, <laughs> I turned 17 six months ago and I've been putting it off. But now yeah. is the time. Hmm? That's amazing. I think I think we just agreed that your birthday's in January now. Like it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've just changed. I'm born on January 29th now. Um, so everyone update your calendars. Uh, but I've been doing star a thing. Sign. What's the star sign right now? Oh, I don't know. I'm a cancer, but I don't like being cancer. So I'll happily change it. I think it's a Aquar- Aquarius. I'll take it. If, if someone wants to yeah. Google for me, but, um, uh, I have for quite a few years now, I've been doing re- more and more ridiculous birthday parties and it has culminated, uh, in a pirate vampire themed dress up costume party, um, for all my 17 year old friends. <laughs> Uh, so last year I did a 1920s murder mystery party and I thought I can step it up. So right now what I'm doing is I've we've got like a, a B&B uh, that my family used to run. So it's kind of like a separate little house and I'm decorating it. I've got candles, I've got pearls, I've got shells, I've got streamers from the ceiling, I've got bunting, I've got flags, I've got photos of pirates everywhere. Uh, and yeah, that <laughs> is what's on my wow. mind. Do you guys do you guys do birthday parties still? Is that a thing or am I? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I do low maintenance. Birthday Me too. Parties. I oh, think yeah. Lily, you're you're the one that's actually, uh, you know, you're you're the one who's actually honoring the party part of birthday parties. Yeah, uh, doesn't involve yeah. like just a whole bunch of teenagers at someone's house, you know, you know. I know. Let me tell you guys, I have a pinata, all right? Like, I went and bought, like, a rainbow llama pinata. <laughs> I have to come now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Do not stop throwing your parties, because if I can be there, I will be there, usually my highlight of my entire year. Oh, so good. <laughs> the thing is, is I'm, I'm always going, golly, I want to dress up as a vampire. Today, I want to be a pirate, okay? I want to channel Anne Bonnie, and I want to, you know, get out my sword and start swashbuckling everywhere. And I thought, okay, well, there's only one person that can make that happen. Um, if that's what I want. I guess I have to throw the party myself, which is how we get here 17 years on, having a pirate vampire birthday party. Oh, good. I guess uh, my motto to end the show today is, 
you really you have to make your own fun I guess there's something mm. you want to do you have to do it yourself you have to be that person you know, and I, fun will come to you I, I hear you and I feel really gutted that I can't go because at this point like I could literally be like review, reviewing like your parties because I've been to like almost all of them since I knew you like since yeah Jay is the original lily party person like yeah. so I think since like we were eight or nine every yeah. year there's been something I've been up to shenanigans <laughs> My highlight is when I went to your Harry Potter birthday party and we did like a treasure hunt and your mom made really interesting food. Like I didn't know what I was eating and I came home and I puked because it was like that bad, like the stuff that your mom fed us. But anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. You just roasted Lily's mom live here. Point of it was that the food was like super, like it was like green eggs, like they were meant to be. Can I interrupt here, Jay? Okay, we have had a miscommunication. There were two parts of food. All right, the first food was normal party food. I fed her chips and like fizzy and stuff. It was fine. The second thing, we were taste testing weird food like (laughs) potions. So yeah, I was like anchovies and olives and. They're not, they're not that, yeah, okay, we fed her, like, blue cheese and stuff, and that was. Okay, well, he's saying, he's saying, we were, like, what, 10? Like, what, what birthday party was that? That was my birthday party, because, you know, Hogwarts, when you're 11, you get the letter. Still waiting on my letter, but, mm, no. Well, I'm just, I was 11, and I never had an anchovy, whatever, I thought I was eating sardine, and I just came home, and I think I don't do seafood, and that was on me. But I'm just oh, saying, no, your experience—the experience that I had—was just out of the world. Like I felt like I was at Hogwarts. Wow. That was a that was a that was a roller coaster of a story. And on that, we will end our show. But um, but um, wow, awesome, uh, guys. But. Uh, Oh my gosh! Wow, yes, oh good. I'm actually like at a loss for words a little bit. Um, but um, my birthday parties, there will be no more anchovies and no more taste testing weird foods. It was a Harry Potter special only. I promise. I'm I'm innocent. Nice. Um, anyway, everybody, um, awesome story brings us to the end of our show. But thank you everybody for tuning in to Global Youth NZ on 105.4 FM, and uh, we'll. Uh, see you guys back next week at this time uh, back still in our virtual studio but uh, you'll hear our voices our sweet sweet voices um, but we hope that you guys enjoyed this show and have a great week NZ on ORFM's Youth Zone Hi I'm Jaden. I'm Lily and I'm Jayushka Join us every Thursday afternoon as we explore the variety of cultures that call Dunedin home Through interviews conversation and music we'll expand your knowledge of the world and expose you to new ideas from a youth perspective That's Global Youth NZ, 4pm Thursdays on ORFM Dunedin. Podcasts available from the Youth Zone app, yznz.app. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.